2014, while a lot of bands were producing hip-hop-flavored rock and new metal, there were a few select bands who reminded us why we fell in love with rock and roll in the first place. And Rival Sons is one of those bands. Their fourth album, Great Western Valkyrie, came crashing onto the rock scene like a steam locomotive bearing down our backs and thundering in our ears. The loud, open drum sound and cranked-up, fuzz-driven guitar riffs took us back to a maybe a better time in music, but with both feet firmly planted in the 21st century. And on this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast, we're going to do a deep dive into Rival Sons' Great Western Valkyrie and find out what made it an instant classic. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Moms, dads, boys, girls, children of all ages and genders. Welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. We are back once again, just like Bad Breath and B.O. Can't get away from us. We're going to have a fun show. Always. We're going to have a fun show. We it's going to be a good time. Do. Let me turn down the band. Hey, guys, guys, can you knock it off just a little bit? Can you back it down? Just, oh, that's too much. Come back up a little bit. There, there we are. There okay. we go. Nice. Perfect. I mean, they're a good band and everything, but sometimes and they get, like, you know, hey, well, they're professional. They get carried away. They get excited. They get excited. Much like you two. Oh, I get, no. I I get very excited, especially God's when. God's going to put a cancer Ooh. in the butthole. Ow. Oh, I can't. It feels kind of good. Anyways, we uh, so so. Anyways, we have the full cast of characters. That is the Ludini mm-hmm, Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Circus coming at you every week, Ooh. where we talk about uh, you know great, cool, fun, interesting music topics. We go around the room, throw it out, throw it out to you guys. Completely goof on a lot of stuff. So if you're the kind of person you tune into a topic, like if you're a Rival Sons fan and you have a stick up your butt then it's probably not going to be a show for you. You're probably not going to like it. But if you're a Rival Sons fan and you're, you know, you're, you can chill, you're going to have a good time, right? Right, yeah. guys? I okay. think I, you couldn't have said it better. Okay. So we're going to have a good time tonight talking about <laughs> Great Western Valkyrie. But uh, let's do a little business first. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Wolf's Customs. Go to wolfscustoms.online. Check them out. They do a great guitar refinished, guitar, bass, all kind of musical instrument refinishing. And uh, that's a kind of an understatement. It's always kind of hard for me to describe what they do. They just uh, really kind of turn the finish on your musical instrument into a work of art. It's very, very cool and uh, can make something that you have even more inspiring to play. So check them out, wolfscustoms.online or just find them on social media, rockrageradio.com. Why do people want to go to rockrageradio.com, Lily? Because it's 24-7 of free music and interviews and good times and uh, I already said free, so there's that. And it's free. <laughs> go to rockrageradio.com, download the free app. Speaking <laughs> of free, go to lulombardimusic.com and and get a f- some free cool stuff to download. 
you know, just something to, you know, get lost on your the hard drive on your uh, cell phone, you know, just mm-hmm. all the other junk. You might as well download some of my junk, too. No, seriously, we got some cool music. You can find uh, back episodes of our podcast from, like, one way, way, way back. Been doing this a really long time. Um, you get access to our uh, private uh, inner circle group on Facebook where you'll hear us talking to audience uh, later, a little bit later on in the show, and that's where that comes from. So we uh, try to mix up with the guys uh, and folks and boys and girls out there in the uh, podcast listening. Uh, I sound like Fred Ward. It was his name, his name Fred Willard. Fred, Fred Willard, Willard yeah. uh, in, in Best in <laughs> Show. Best yeah. show. I feel like that's what I'm doing. I think they should, I think they should make them bigger. 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 What if we put a little uh, Sherlock Holmes hat on <laughs> And no, a I'm pipe. Just, I'm that. just kidding with you here. <laughs> so I feel like that's what I'm doing. I apologize for some reason. Um, yeah, just having a good time. Anyways, guys. So um, that's the wise went forth. LuLombardiMusic.com, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. There's some cool stuff you want to check it out. All right. So let's get into music. But um, uh, we have two of the most musical people I know. I'm still doing Fred Willard. Um, I keep going to give in. I'm going to. This is my name is Fred Willard for the rest of the podcast. There you go, Fred. Um, Two of the music most musical people I know. Yeah. uh, My uh, personal musicology team. Oh, I like that. (laughs) That's good. T-shirts. So if you know you heard of oncology or musicology. Oh right, musicology. And so if you're sick about music, we'll fix you right up. That's right. So first we have the. Dark mistress of the universe, nurse, nurse? Lily. Nurse Lily. <laughs> wow. Musicology. What's up? I guess I'm a nurse now. I'm going to yeah. write that down in and my And the dark mistress of the universe. Yes. Nice. <laughs> and, yeah. Wow, that's cool. The oh dark my. mistress of the universe. I am the dark mistress of the universe. Oh, and I'm also a nurse, I'll so if you get a today. cut or something, I can help you. Nice. I'll have to have a black nurse's. Outfit like okay, short and there you are. buttons yeah. down the front. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. So we have Lily, <laughs> Lily, Lily V6, right? Is that you? That's me. That's me. Yes, Lily mm-hmm. V6. Mm-hmm. What do you do again? <laughs> I have a show on Rock Rage Radio called Hot Licks with Lily Six every Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. So, okay, yeah. and then we have the man, the legend, yeah, yeah. the uh, one of the progenitors. Wow. I noticed I didn't say progenitor. I said progenitor <laughs> of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, the, the, the man that I started this with, uh, Pittsburgh Kevin. That's right. And uh, tonight I'll be uh, Dr. Pittsburgh Kevin because I'm a <laughs> doctor. I'm musicology. Doctor. <laughs> we'll get that. We'll musicology get that right and uh, we'll heal you right up. And gynecology. <laughs> oh, but that's a little bit later. That's our after-hour oh, show. <laughs> that would be a weird combination, wouldn't it? I majored in musicology and gynecology. And gynecology. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I'd like to have a backup. <laughs> you know, you know. It's a my uh, what's that called? Um, a plan B. Yeah, yeah. So I have a double major. Something to fall back on. That's right. Wow. You know, something to pay the bills. <laughs> yeah. Case, oh gynecolo- no, case gynecology. Case gynecology doesn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, wow! It's we're not how we're we're eight minutes in and it's already and how many it's people gone. have we lost? Uh, yeah, everybody probably tuned out. These guys are maniacs. Yikes! Um. So anyway, so guys, this is the cast. We are here. Um. So we let's go ahead and talk about. Um. First of all, I wanted to do this record because <laughs> we're trying to not just like constantly reach back. We've been doing this uh, second week of the month. With where we take an album, you know, and mm-hmm. we get into it. We've been doing this for a really long time. 
and um, I was like, you know, we've we, you know, we've done the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and Van Halen and Motley Crue and Iron Maiden yeah, the, and all those, you know, and and you know, and we and uh, Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots and you know all that stuff too. But I'm like, we haven't really done much with the 21st century. No. no. So um, I think that I think we want to call attention to the fact that there is some really mm-hmm. cool music that did come about in the 21st century. Right. And that is a future podcast I really want to do. I think my idea was um, 20 the top 21 rock albums. Of the 21st century. Ooh. So, <laughs> nice. so, so I think that that will be. Uh, yeah, let's do that. That way, yeah, we'll have, we're going to put that. It's going to be coming up. But we have some cool ones planned for you guys coming up. But anyways, um, so yeah, that's what we're getting into. So um, that was my thought. Like, let's do something a little bit more current. Um, it's a really cool record. Do you remember, like, when you could li- get an album, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was the songs that the radio was playing. Right. right. Yes. And so you loved all those songs. Right. But, you know, you could only just listen to those songs like so much. Then you'd start to explore right. the rest of the record. And you would very often discover um, that, wow, these are really cool songs. You know, like they t- they require a little bit more of me. Like they're not as maybe, uh, you know, quite as uh Accessible, maybe they, you know, you know, they, they don't have a uh, a clever chorus that rings over and over in your head or mm-hmm, something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're very, still very well made and very, very cool. Right. Maybe the band jams a little bit, and you would start to really like those songs too. And you know, so um, and so you really could enjoy the album like on multiple levels. And um, that's something I th- don't think that you know seems to have kind of gone out of fashion. But this is one of those records, I think, that takes us back to that time when you bought an album and you listened to the songs you knew, but then you started hearing all these other songs that you didn't. You were mm-hmm. like, damn. You're like, ooh, I like that. That's pretty this, damn yeah. cool. I like know? more than right? three songs on the album. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, there were times when I did that, too. There's, there's records. Um, there's a, I own a CD by a band called Dead Eye Dick. <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> I bought Dick. it for one song. Yeah. I bought it for one song. I did that a lot of yeah. times, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that record isn't that really that memorable. <clears throat> but this record is. It's um, oh my Great Western Valkyrie by yeah. R- Rival Sons. Rival Sons. And it's interesting. This is not their first album mm-hmm. or their second album or even their, their third, third album. album. It's their fourth album. And um, they had really co- it, it, It's kind of everything they had been doing up to this point kind of coalesced. And they came out of... Um, a sort of indie type situation. Uh, Jay Buchanan had a project called Buchanan that had released an album or two. And then their record label went out of business, like in like maybe, maybe in 2000, 2001, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, forgive me if I don't have the timeline exactly right. I'm just, um, and so he kind of drifted around and then got hooked up with Scott holiday and they brought the, everybody together mm-hmm. and formed R- rival sons. Um, and uh, it took time, you know, the band kind of evolved. And mm-hmm. I saw an interview, there's some interviews on YouTube with them for around the time they released Great Western Valkyrie. And um, one of the things was there were some fans who were asking, like, well, we kind of miss your older stuff. You know, we kind of miss, mm-hmm. you know. And they were just like, we have to evolve. Like, we're, we're not interested right. in just being what we did, playing, doing, you know. 
doing the ACDC thing essentially. Right, that's <laughs> the same thing. Sixteen um, albums in. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, you know, I don't, not, there aren't many bands that do that. Most bands, if you think the great rock bands, evolved. I mean, the Stones, the Beatles, they all mm-hmm. evolved and changed. Yep. Metallica, U2. I mean, REM. All you know, Motley Crue. They all they they all did Van Halen. Um, so these guys had to do it too and this is where they landed with this very interesting record that really took me back to like do you remember like albums by bands like the like um the yardbirds mm-hmm. and the jeff beck group yeah mm-hmm. you know that like um cream right mm-hmm. even think like Jimi hendrix experience early you know the first or second led zeppelin album there's that era, right? You know, late late, right. late six. Um, the Doors. Mm-hmm. This there's a there's a lot of stuff on this that re- like really kind of reminds me of the Doors. Yeah, there's um, a ton of influence. Yeah. Um, and so this is that that's this is what this record is, and it is a. It doesn't sound like a cheesy homage. It's not the Stray Cats doing you know fifties right, right. rock and oh, Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's a very now, like a very current 21st century mm-hmm. way of playing songs that are written in that sort of vibe, if you will. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, it's It kind of has to be heard to really understand. You know, you, it's so, so funny because, you know, we talk about music, right? But music Sometimes. is one of the things you just yeah. have to experience, too. You know, there's no exactly. real way. How do I really by talking about it just give you the experience of the music so you just go listen to the freaking exactly thing. <laughs> just okay. go listen exactly just, just, just sit down just, listen just just go listen they're coming to Hershey Pennsylvania um, in July really nice yeah. okay so but Lily I, I'm saying we're starting with Lily although I kind of got started yeah you did that yeah <laughs> do you want me to? What do you want me to talk about? Whatever you like. <laughs> okay, so it was released in 2014. There's fourth album. I'm g- I gave you the kind of 50 foot, thousand foot view <laughs> with a lot of comp- my personal feelings. Thank you. That's Fred. basically what I did. Lily's gonna like give you the no bullshit. Fred Willard, everybody. Fred. This album got tons of positive reviews. The critics really loved it. They were able to recapture the late 60s, early 70s hard rock sound. They peaked in uh, within top 40 of countries, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Switzerland, and UK. Three singles on the whole album, Electric Man, Open My Eyes, and Good Things. Um, the band toured across Europe and North America with appearances at music festivals and talk shows. So they did do an 18-city North American tour for the album. Um, and they also toured with Black Sabbath as one of the opening acts for the Farewell, the end tour. Whichever one that was. Whatever Farewell tour that was at the time. <laughs> so that's my condensed version of yes the album <laughs> um they made friends with people um interesting people on the on the road um they played with a lot of different um bands they toured with acdc mm-hmm. sabbath mm-hmm. um they toured with kiss and um not many kiss. I'll t- I'll tell you the black Sabbath. I'll tell you the black Sabbath story first, real quick, because it's it's kind of cute. But um, the 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 kiss story is way more juicy. Um, <laughs> so um, so both of them. Okay, so Scott Holliday's the, the guitarist is um, 
you know, they're on tour and they were on tour with they were Ozzy and he said they were like super fun and he said they were very gracious to them and treated them very, very well and they were very, very grateful. And, he, and it was some, there was some situation where they're standing backstage either before, like, like before a show and Ozzy looked at Scott's boots and like flipped out over them. And Scott literally bought these boots at some place in Los Angeles where, where he went he said, I want the ugliest pair you have. <laughs> because he was on stage and he wanted something to just right. stand out. Yes. And so Ozzy would like really was fawning over these, and um, so at the end of the tour to say th- they're like, I, how, what do you give Ozzy Osbourne? Is everything? She's, he says, so I gave him my boots. Ugly boots. That's yeah. what you give Ozzy. Yeah, and he was he was just oh, I love it. He, yeah he was happy. Put him on immediately. Oh, um, but uh, <laughs> the other story he tells about um, is he's starting with Kiss, and uh, you have to you should listen to the inter- interview, but. He's like, and as he starts the story, he's not super flattering about Kiss. Oh. He's kind of like, you know, he says, yeah, they're, you know, was never really into Kiss that much, you know, but of course, you know, they were, they were really sweet to us and really going to tour. And um, he says, you know, everybody takes a solo. Mm-hmm. And and I was thinking to myself, oh, Gene, like, don't take a solo. Don't. <laughs> Come on, man, you know. And he no. says that he was standing backstage. And Gene took his solo, and he said it was the most epic fucking thing he'd ever seen. Really? In his life. He, says he became an instant <laughs> Kiss fan. Like, he was wow. like, "Oh my god, these guys are gods! Now I get it. Like yeah. they're amazing." You know. That's wild. So, so that's a kind of a funny story. Um, there you go. But yeah, this was, um, you know, kind of how they 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 sort of came up through the through the ranks of you know playing with these really massive people. They did not really break the charts in the United States, though. They're just... And it, that's not that uncommon. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. That kind of surprises me, though, because I don't know one person who doesn't really like them. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I, maybe maybe at some time, you know, we could talk about, we could do a top 20 bands, you know, that never broke in America, but are yeah. awesome or something. Mm, like some, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. interesting. Because, yeah, yeah, there's, you know, Rhapsody of Fires, a lot of really good bands. Um, but in any case, um, uh, so do we want to talk about the songs or how do we sure. want to do it? Sure. 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 Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. Sorry, love. It's okay. Let me just, let me just apologize. Bones. There you go. Go ahead. I thought I locked him in a closet. <laughs> Come out of the closet, Bones. All right, so the first song is Electric Man. Um, it's got a blues rock sound, but still is mixed somewhat uh, with mixed somewhat like a garage sound, um, sort of like uh, the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first of three singles to be taken from the album. Um, although he says he has no interest in capturing the '70s, Buchanan's vocals and Holiday's Hendrix-like guitar riffs take you there. Um, Buchanan spoke on the song in an interview. Um, he said the song is about grooving and about that feeling when you're on the dance floor. There's nothing heavy about the song at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a... Pr- he said he didn't have a problem with that because sometimes you don't want to think and you just want to shake your ass and that's it. Sometimes and I like that. I don't want to think. I just want to <laughs> shake my ass. Shake my ass. That's what I do. <laughs> shake my ass. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a great... Uh, that's that's a disgustingly awesome riff. It's a uh, uh-huh. great yeah. first song on the album, too. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, that's that's how I got introduced to the band. You played me the YouTube their live version, and I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> how yeah. am I holy cow!" Yeah, I um, um, I okay. I was a big fan of Jay Buchanan, the vocalist. 
And um, that might be him right now texting. It is. <laughs> He's like, thanks for mentioning me. <laughs> was a huge You're the fa- best. I was a, a, a huge fan. Uh, of of his before this because he had a project um, in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s called Buchanan. And this is so funny how music spreads. Um, It was through uh, the band, the guys in the band that I was playing with. They were also playing with this other singer, um, Jason Deutsch. And um, so they would go and do like fill in with different guys in his band when they could make it, blah blah blah. In any case, Jason had this record of this thing called Buchanan, and so like we could never find it, so we were burning copies and handing it out to everybody. And there's a song on this recording called it's called American Sun. And I wish I could play music on this podcast because, like, <laughs> I'm serious. What if we hum it? it this is um, when I heard this guy sing. I was like, "This is the greatest singer to come along in 20 fucking years." Like, this man was just like blew my. So you can find it on YouTube, Buchanan, Jay Buchanan, or whatever. Um, American Son. It's this. It, <laughs> it's a sick ass riff, and his vocals are just. I don't know what. I don't know what he's even doing. He's insane. It's just so wow. so freaking good. Very very emotional. Um, my first thought was, um, I like it was one of those things that like I had burned on a CD, and um, so like anybody who would come, anybody who would come to my house, I would play it for. Him. Like everybody <laughs> who's ever been to this house has heard that record. <clears throat> and everybody, everybody's Here's your pizza. In, come here. <laughs> and, and everybody's played it for us. Really loved it. You know, they were all like, "Wow, what a what an awesome riff." Um, and so I was a big fan. And then they had this thing, their record label, like, went out of business or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever knew. I was all, And we would play this, and we would talk about it. But, like, man, what ever happened to this guy? It's, such a, it's terrible. He's probably working at a fucking hamburger joint right. or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, He's the pizza man. And, He's um, the pizza man. And it, you, when, I, when Twitter first came out, it was a lot easier to meet. So I friended him like right away. Mm-hmm. Nice. Like I started talking to him and mm-hmm. you know, I was like, dude, you're such a, I was like, you know, and then rival sons had just come out <clears throat> and I was really excited. Yeah. You know, that he was in this great band. Um, but he is, um, he's one of these guys. I'm telling you, man, like if this band had band had uh, like come out in the nineties, um, he would be, he would be, be Chris Cornell, Eddie Vedder, Jay Buchanan, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Scott Weiland, you know what? He yep. would be in yeah, that right, in right there. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so what's the next song? Next song is Good Luck. Oh, <laughs> That's a good jam. Good luck. <laughs> now yeah, this song, when I hear this song, Lily, this remind this reminds me of like something, some cheesy movie and it's from the 60s with the girls with the little skirts you know yeah. what I mean and the, you know, doing the whole go-go with the white boots yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just has that whole thing every time I hear you know I don't I'm, they, there's probably a music video to it but I that's what I think <laughs> of when I hear um, when I hear this song but good um, it's a song about a woman leaving a man and he's just simply telling her like Good luck, good riddance. We've all been there. We all know that situation. You think you're going to do any better, baby? Ha ha. Good luck. Good fucking luck. (laughs) 
Mike Miley says on the track by track commentary, the song speaks for speaks for itself. It's about Jay's little story he's telling. The song's also sort of a favorite. Um, as we were tracking throughout the record of the recording of the album, I think we did this early on, and it was deemed a potential big hit or the old catchy something we thought everyone was going to get. Um, it's never it was never released as a single, um, <laughs> but it has become a popular. Uh, live track of theirs. People love to hear. They this do one it. Live. They still do it live. I saw them a couple years ago, and they they perform this one. <clears throat> yeah, it's such a it's a it's groovy. Yeah, it's definitely groovy. <laughs> it has exactly. a whole. It feels very groovy. You're like, yeah, man. You're like, you're like, uh-huh. like this could be like if uh, if they did another Austin Powers, they could know? use it. They could put this fit America. right in. You know. Um, but without really sounding cheesy, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm mm-hmm. sort of describing it is like it was like like kind of like a machismo thing. Like you know, mm-hmm. no, it's very slick the way they do it. It's very very mm-hmm. under. Mm-hmm. It's that whole thing. That whole vibe is in there, with, but in a kind of understated way. Exactly. Isn't like, right. You know, be, it's it's you know. Re- it's kind of, it felt very real. You know what I mean? It's not like mm, what are these guys doing? It's them. It's yeah. them. That's what they're doing. Yeah. This. Yeah. yeah. I, I um. Um, heard uh, an interview with Scott Holiday saying that oh, and actually, it was actually Jay um, Buchanan saying that you know, they don't really write on their own. Like they get like basic ideas together, uh-huh. and they just get some kind of sketchy stuff, and then they, get, they just get together, together That's cool. and start throwing it around. And like somebody starts playing something, somebody adds to it. They go, "Oh, that goes there. No, stop mm-hmm, that. Put mm-hmm. that over there. Okay, that you know." And that's how they do it. And they kind of write in the studio, which is something that um, I found. I, I was something I found really surprising, um, it, um, because in this kind of day and age. There's, there's kind of like no reason to do that, except for one, except for the most important reason, right? Because it makes the music better. <laughs> like it's so. What I mean by there's no reason to do that is it like, in, it like technically, you know what I mean? It's one mm-hmm. of those things. Well, you know, well, why do that? We could just boom, 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 and you exactly. put your thing down, set it, you know. Um, but man, no, <laughs> there's nothing like. Getting together, you know, somebody bringing, you know, somebody bringing an idea, somebody contributing, adding that, cobbling this onto that, saying no, that doesn't work, put that over there, you know, and to put something together, and that's some of the greatest music, <clears throat> Lennon and McCartney, <clears throat> <laughs> um, you know, Tough Nail Saint Hubbins, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yes, yes, so, uh, Jagger Richards, <laughs> you know, just to name a few, Couple of some of the greatest days. music ever that has been done that mm-hmm. way, yeah. Um, so that is how they work. Um, another important, like, um, ingredient in the, in the early, uh, success, um, is Dave Cobb, um, who is their producer. And, um, he is also credited. He also has songwriting credits on this, including, um, Electric Man. Oh, oh nice. really? yeah! Okay. And I got a few of their songs. Huh. He has songwriting credit um, because he just contributes that much mm-hmm. to what they do. Right. It's very interesting. Um, he has a relationship with them and a couple of other bands. I may, he may even work with the Drive By Truckers. Oh, um, cool. I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. But he's worked with some other some other bands like that. Yeah, no, I'm not. Putting I'm gonna hold you to it. Um, <laughs> Damn it! I'm gonna hold you to it. Where he's a kind of like Mutt Lang. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know where I mean? he gets involved yeah, with he's the really action. involved with <laughs> putting cool. the songs together. Um, 
it's, it's very, very, very interesting. But and he's also a great musician in his own right. But um, yeah, so they and, and people have asked them about that, and they're like, yeah, Dave, you know, he has good ideas. So you mm-hmm. know, sure, write a song with us, like whatever. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's um it's it's a it, they have a it, it's a very cool thing. Um, yeah. So uh, what do you got, Lily? Secret is the third song. Yes. <laughs> It has become one of the most popular live tracks while on tour. It's ranked in um, this into the sixth most played song. And I think, as well as other people, that Buchanan sounds like a little Robert Plantish in this mm-hmm. song. So. Plantish. Plantish. See that. He's very plantish. I wish I had more fun little facts, but they just didn't have many, like... Well, here's the thing. Can I tell you what the problem is? <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear this. Here we go. Here's the problem. Nobody is driving their Ferrari into a swimming pool. <laughs> nobody is. Nobody is like blowing up the toilets in the hotel room. Right. No. Yeah. That's nobody's dumping manure mm-hmm. on the golf course behind the whatever right. cl- country club. Right. Get what I'm saying? Right. Nobody has. There's a ruckus. Bang the rancher's daughter. Oh, wow. Can you describe? Nobody the has done any of that. <laughs> This is the one of the problems, and we're going to talk, do, we're going to have an in depth podcast on this. Wrong with fucking rock and roll today? Yeah, come yeah. on, it's guys. Too tame. Come on, man. Jeez. You guys are supposed to be badasses. You used to be fucking heroes. Yeah. So the, while these guys are amazing musicians and everything like that, they are. They <laughs> are amazing. Get together. They need to get their shit together. Get some God chaos damn going. it! I'm just kidding. <laughs> just joking. I'm just being silly. Um, so uh, Dave uh, Bestie is on this record too. He's their bestie. Uh, I was gonna say he's our bestie. Perfect. That's a perfect. Uh, he was a friend name. of the band. Um, he's the bass. He uh, replaced. Um, Ro- I think his name is Robin. I'm sorry. Um, Everhart. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Look at you, Angie Everhart. Not Angie. <laughs> well, Angie. Um, Everhart had a sex change, and now she's Robin. No, that's a total lie. <laughs> no, I'm like, just wait, what? Lies. <laughs> Comedy, I, I, I say lies. Comedy expressed by the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. May just do things. <laughs> say lies. <laughs> not necessarily the opinions of the Rock and Roll Circus. Anyway, rumors get started, young man. No, but anyway, so he was a guy that they knew that the musicians they admired, and they were always like, you know. A guy who was like they would, they kind of thought, well, you know, if something would ever happen, like where Robin was like, you know, couldn't do a gig or something with it, you know, he'd be a cool fill in. They just, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a big thing. And then Robin left, and so they had a chance to get him in, and it came together, obviously, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very, yeah. very well. Very, nice. very, I mean, they're only they're a four piece band. Uh, well, yeah, they're a four piece band. Um, in the in the sort of spirit of Led Zeppelin, they really yeah. they really evoke that. Mm-hmm. Um, thing I, yeah, I I think especially they're probably encouraged by the record label in the beginning too to really kind of play that up, right? You know, right. Um, so if you look at some of their earlier videos, um, they do more, have more of like a hippie look. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very like, um, I mean, they're very like, yeah, okay, you know, let's just do that. <clears throat> I, I I'm gonna talk about Greta von Fleet in relationship to this in a little bit later, but. Okay. Um, uh, but so they evolved and after this record was a departure for them too because it brought Dave Bestie and then Scott and um, 
Jay both cut their hair. What? Yes, no. they cut their hair. And um, they're sporting these very slick do's in the um, in the music videos. And, um, you know, there were fans reacted to it. There were fans who were like, like what are you doing? You know, <laughs> you're screwed it all. Hey, huh? that's, it so that's actually really important to some people. Oh, you were so good until you cut your hair. <laughs> we hate you now. <laughs> I get that a lot. It's because of my hair they hate me. Exactly. They're canceled. Yep. Oh, here we go. You are canceled. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Somebody wake me up. Oh, yeah, you feel better? <laughs> Yikes. So, anyways. Um, you actually so got this out, was too, a, that time. This record. That was good. This record's a departure. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a departure in lives. It's a departure in the sound a bit. It's a departure in definitely in the look and, and in the just overall kind of what they were going mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a new uh, bass player. So what's the next one? Play the Fool. Play the Fool. Uh, this one draws off of the hairband era and it has uh, it's held together with a 21st century era hook and that's all I have. It's all you need sometimes. Again, 21st century hook. That's all you need, Matt. That sounds like a good song name. 21st century hook. Oh, I like hook. that. Right? Write it down, Luke. You hung me on a 21st century hook. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Esmeralda. That's good. <laughs> so, shit down. You know, you you don't hear the name Esmeralda. <laughs> you don't have no? any kids name that. And nor do too many people drink a sarsaparilla. Well, that's right. <laughs> Is that still a thing? Even if you would, could could you? Could, did I would have just of a question? Maybe somebody in the audience could answer later. Has Esmeralda? Ever drank a sarsaparilla? <laughs> oh my god! Well, dude, that's that's a good question. Google it. <laughs> googly googly. I have. I'm getting googly eyes from this. Uh, what's um, <laughs> next song? Good things. Uh, this oh, is the slower, dreamier, psychedelic yeah. Doors mm-hmm. Lake mm-hmm. track. Mm-hmm. On yes, the album. there you go. <laughs> it's dreamy. It is dreamy. This is. Uh, I love this song. I love this song. Do you? Oh my gosh. Um, Why don't you marry it? <laughs> Sorry, Lil. Um, it's okay. I didn't mean to get him started. <laughs> so, his train of thought just wrecked. <laughs> I like I, I like this song because it's a song that talks about good, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, they try. He waxes a, like a little philosophical. Um, and it, you know, it kind of tells a story about somebody bringing a bomb onto a bus and, you know, but for, you know, for some reason the bomb doesn't go off. Right. So it's the good and the bad, oh. you, know, you know, and, you know, so it's, it's good. Like, it didn't go off. It's bad. He's still on the bus. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. It's bad that somebody put a bomb on a bus, right. but you know, it's good and bad. Um, I don't know. It's a kind of. Lyrically thought-provoking. Um, it's so hard um, to judge that. I mean, I think that Jay's lyrics at times are really cool. Um, but I, I think, oh, I think maybe all in all, I might prefer when he sings more about the flesh uh, than <laughs> than than singing about like ideas. I'm not sure. But I'm kind of well. Now, American Sun is kind of, you know, that that's pretty good. Um, but on this record, I'm just some of that. 
I don't know. And it's also eight years later, and the world's a completely different place. And you know, we're looking. You lo- you can't help but that has filtered your uh, way of thinking of things. But um, yeah, yeah, he waxes kind of philosophical at times. And this mm-hmm. one is. So what do you got? Uh, open my eyes. Uh, sounds like a return of the rival sons heard on pressure and time. <clears throat> um, it's uh, good record, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's powerful. It sort of lets every musician shine in the song. Um, though most people will point out Buchanan's standout vocal performance, the drums are just as important to the song. I mean, here's the thing. This is something that they came out of the gate with. And I think it's uh, Michael, Michael Miley, right? Um, Yes. They came out of the gate with this, with Michael Miley, with this very... His drum sound is very much an homage to John Bonham. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, it's really like, you know, and that's kind of risky doing mm-hmm. something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, although, personally, I wish every album had that kind of drum sound on it. Like, I think that, like, drums, and I, I know I won't bring the drum in here. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> but drums are like meant to be, they're kind of rude. You know, it's not meant to be so like processed or mm-hmm, whatever, like mm-hmm. so tame. Um, and um, I think that like, that's kind of what they were going for. I think it gave them kind of a mean sound. Mm-hmm. They, you know, it's like interesting because like, you know, they're not really mean guys, but they, they kind of have a mean sound. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, freaking awesome i think i think you need that in rock i mean that is something that's absolutely fucking awesome about this um it's mean 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 so lily v6 what are you telling us next rich and the poor (laughs) oh rich and the poor that's how people get paid trip down i want to show you there it is how it, babies are made. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> Dark pleasures to be found down this rabbit hole exactly. that you're going to. This is, yes. this, this is his li- some of his best lyrics. This is fucking all. This is like, oh, dude. Dude, and I'm telling you, man, if you can you, if you can find yourself a big old Cheech and Chong before, yeah. you, put the, before you start this song, I'm yeah. telling you, man. This Ugh. is a Cheech and Chong. Get a big old Cheech and Chong. Yeah. And put put this bad boy on. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. That's all the information I had it on that It all one. makes sense. And it all makes <clears throat> sense. So, do you want to say more about that one? Um, I, um... Yeah? I, I, it just... It was one of those things that, like, the lyrics kind of, like, put, like, a kind of, like, a smile on your face. You, you like it because it's mm-hmm. dirty. Yeah, it's yeah, got a little... Like, <laughs> it's a little naughty. I like it. Oh, it's a little <laughs> I am. Why don't you? Do you have anything on the next song? Bell Star, which is like one of the ones I love because it tells a story. As we all know, I love that sort of thing. Do you really? It's about. Yeah, I do. You already know. I know that. The American Outlaw Bell Star, which is a really cool name. I know that. She gained national notoriety after her violent death. She was associated with the James Younger Gang and other outlaws. Um, and she was convicted of horse theft in 1883. And then she was fatally shot. So this is sort of like an homage to her. Yeah, I really like that song. I like, I just like her name. Bell Star. With two R's. Mm-hmm. Like she, she ain't like fucking she around. She knew what was up. <laughs> With the she name. She ain't fucking around. Well, you got, you say you're good on that. I um did not know that about the song. Yeah, I didn't either. So very cool. There you go. Very, very cool. Um, I only knew that because I was reading the lyrics. I'm like, oh, that's about that girl. <laughs> mm-hmm, ah, mm-hmm. 
so Lily, you put it together. I did that. Look at you. She is the smartest of us. That's not a thing. Yeah. Don't we? Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, she's a wee lasses. Yeah, she oh, is. Oh, boy. You know. oh, yeah, she is. Now, you know. Oh, it's time Uh-oh. for a little musical interlude, I think. Oh, yeah. uh, why? Everybody join in. Sing along if you know the words. You know the words. I don't know the words. Oh, yes, you do. No, I don't. Sorry, Lil. Sorry, Lil. No. Oh my goodness gracious, Lord Jesus, that was pretty good. Sometimes I say, um, oh okay, cool, cool track, definitely. Yes, definitely. Move on. Okay, <laughs> where I've been. It's the ballad on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's dark, but where you at? It's passionate. If it was written in Pittsburgh, being where you at? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> um, when you get into what I think of on this album is the second side, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get into these songs that are a little bit more, you know, they're a little bit more adventurous. I mean, they don't like go prog rock or anything on you, <laughs> uh, but like they, you can tell that they like, these are songs where they, they were kind of like, I don't know, let's experiment a little bit. Let's stretch mm-hmm. this out or maybe extend that or like. Do something, you know, put an odd something here. Um, and I really appreciate that, like, about, like, the, the these next few, these next few songs. What's next? What's next is Desti- Destination on Course. Uh, this is the song that started as a piece uh, guitarist Scott Holiday wrote years earlier. He dusted it off for the album. Um, he told Blues Rock Review at the time it felt like the right time for the band to explore it. And the backing vocals of Kristen Rogers are on the album, and she sounds super sexy. And it's kind of mystical. Super sexy. I hate you. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, I'm boy. feeling super sexy right now. <laughs> yes, very right now. Ooh, oh, that's dear. me being super sexy. You're ridiculous. <laughs> you need a nap. You said re- <laughs> you said re- dick, you lift. <laughs> well, like, I would appreciate it if you would not use that kind Please, of language. my God. Fuck it. <laughs> my God. There's whole families listening. Scott's. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the, the one and family. only Scott Holiday. Yes. Um, Scott Holiday. Uh, Scott's first uh, successful band was Human Lab, who signed a deal in 2000 with Atlantic Records. It was negotiated by Ian uh, Montone, manager of Jack White. The band wrote mm. and recorded a debut album with producers Michael uh, Beinhorn and Mark Spike Stent in Henson Studios. Los Angeles uh, Olympic Studios in the UK and the album was never released. Oh man. Oh. This is a lot of uh, what happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the in the music business. It's like a like a very frustrating story. Um Rick Beato put out a uh, video um recently in an interview with somebody who's like stuck mm-hmm. in some bullshit Can't situation. Album. You know what Go, I mean? Yeah. And uh, can't you know musician who's like you know signed a bad deal, or you know was schnook you know in, mm-hmm. schnookered in some way, <clears throat> schnookered. That's a word you don't hear enough. You I don't bring say that. that I say don't that a lot. Hear that um, why, why you gotta be like me? Um, you're like me. <laughs> why you gotta be like really? <laughs> really? I don't know why. But what? you know what? It, 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 but. 
please don't yell at me. You know I'm nervous and my socks are too loose. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> exactly, right? My socks are too loose. My, my socks are too loose. My socks are too I, loose. You know what? That what? is kind of annoying. When your socks are too loose? Oh my God, I would hate right? that. Like, you know, my, you know, there was that one wash where it like... That was it, uh-huh. and your mom maybe didn't realize, and she put them in your yeah, drawer or whatever, you wear, uh, and you put them in. You're like, damn it! No, I gotta walk. I'm pulling my socks up all day. I hate right. when mine fall off in my boots. Yeah, and your what? My boots. Oh, boots. Boots. not boobs. Sorry, I'm boots. like, what are you doing with socks up there? <laughs> well, you know. Holy free, holy! We must, we must, we must increase our bust. Yeah, I said that too many times. <laughs> see and see what happened, kids. <laughs> kids, let this be a lesson. <laughs> You wouldn't want to have like, be carrying around a giant set of bazoons like socks. Lily V. Six Poison. <laughs> Tonight on the Rock and Roll Circus, we learn about loose socks and big boobs. Stay tuned. <laughs> the boob socks. The boobs. Oh, well, there there's, there's a band. There's a band named the boob socks. <laughs> Sounds like a punk band. <laughs> the boob socks. Oh, my gosh. I hate you guys. <laughs> so, um. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. So, okay, anyway, so after he leaves Atlantic Records in 04, and he's, mm-hmm. like, was looking for something, like, nastier. He wants a, like, kind of, he says, I, more uh, visceral, dangerous kind of sound. Um, and he started a new band with uh, Thomas Flowers of Oleander. Now, Oleander was a band from the 90s, uh, and they called themselves Black Summer Crush. That's a cool. There you go. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a cool uh, band name in 05. Gil- uh, Gilmore departed in early 06, leaving... Um, Holiday Flowers in Search of a Rhythm Section after a series of auditions. Holiday was introduced to Michael Miley and he knew he was the right fit. After trying several bassists, Miley suggested Robin Everhart, who eventually joined the band BSC, recorded together from 06 to 09 and 08. The band released the the song Lucky Girl that featured on the 20th Century Fox blockbuster movie Jumper with Hayden Christensen. Remember him? Darth Vader. Sure. And he's actually back as Darth Vader. Wow. Uh, The band also played, what's the prison? Stanic I do Woodstock. not know how to pronounce that. And, uh, <laughs> and, and soon after, signed a deal with EMI. And this is where he met Dave Cobb, who really became a instrumental in um, uh, Rival Sun Sound uh, later later on. Um, but, um, you know, the, the, it felt, you know, the thing fell apart with the singer, mm. and he was keen to find a writing partner and a singer that felt, and then he came across Jay Buchanan on Freaking MySpace. That's hysterical. I love that. <laughs> they should have called the band MySpace. You say, kids, I back that. before there was They should friend. Instead of Rival Sons, they should have been the MySpace Sons. Oh, <laughs> Interesting. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Tom would have sued them. So we do have... Oh, you remember Tom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom was my first friend on MySpace. He's everybody's first friend on no, MySpace. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Shut the fuck up. He was. Okay, uh, yeah, you're the only one. You're the most special. Tom was my the, friend. Uh, yeah, my friend. you're a friend only. I defriended Tom. What do you think of that? I'm you a fucking not. rebel. I did, you're actually. Not, you I needed Fuck room. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> Poor Tom. All right. So what were we going to say? We actually have someone who just keeps chatting. Tim Johnson, do you want me to read all the things? Oh, Tim Johnson is a huge Rival Sons fan. Yes. And I nice. he, I think the last time I saw you, Tim, was at Rival Sons concert. There you nice. go. So uh, he goes, Jay's last solo album was 2004, Buchanan, All Understood. Mm-hmm. Um, he has it in other previous versions of Buchanan songs pre-2004. 
American Sun is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fun little fact, Rival Suns is huge in Europe and not in North America. Yeah, That's why there's not wild. news about them. Yes, thank you. Dave Bestie is the reason the album is just a little better than previous albums. Mm-hmm. And he also says to check out Bestie's other band, Wonderlove. Okay. Open my eyes to say that Miley's drums sound like bottom and not recognize that Holiday sounds like a page riff, question marks. Brrr. Hit my microphone. Well, I was going to get <laughs> into the whole Jimmy Page. Yeah. <laughs> because something happened. What happened? In rock and roll, like all around the same time. Yeah. Guitar players. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know. He just Guitar stopped. players suddenly discovered Jimmy Page. Oh. And mm. you got Jack White. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Page. Yeah. Dan Auerbach. From the Black Keys, Jimmy Page. Page. Mm-hmm. You've got Scott Holiday, Jimmy Page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> like this, like sort of interest in in Jimmy Page, and also around uh, not long after that, the movie um, "It Might Get Loud" came out. Oh, yeah, and yeah. if you've never seen that, guys, it's a very cool uh, movie with Jimmy Page. But um, so there, it was like a thing to sort of like want to be Jimmy Page, right? For you know, for a few years. <clears throat> and um, kudos to Jimmy Page, man. Freaking Led Zeppelin. I'm, I'm all about that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like from the first note and the first album, you know, you, you could see what these guys mm-hmm. were. <clears throat> and the, I'm sure that their record label kind of enjoyed the fact that, you know, they were kind of playing, maybe playing that up. Um, you know, the same with that drum mm-hmm. sound, of course, being very reminiscent of, of uh, John Bonham. You know. But it sounded good. And and I and and as I said before, um, drums aren't necess- aren't supposed to be nice. <laughs> no. So just we'll just leave it at that. Anything else? That was the last song. Woo. Da, ba, 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 Unless you ba, want to talk ba, about ba. the bonus tracks, but um, well, yeah, they were but, from previous albums. And yeah, such. yeah. So we don't really have <laughs> yeah. to like, but we just wanted to kind of get over the general idea. <clears throat> Let you guys know about. A very cool um, record yeah. that you may not have um, known about or thought about yeah. or go check it out. out and go like, "Oh crap, that is great! Oh, I'm yeah. gonna get that back out." Mm-hmm. Um, they were signed. To, their their record label was Earache Records. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I corresponded with their um, with the owner of that company. Trying to get Scott and Jay on the podcast because I'm such a big fan. Mm, I don't know what happened. Oh well, you know somebody okay. got somebody got fired, and then you know what Next I mean. It was thing like you know, old Jed's a millionaire. Oh jeez. <laughs> you know that guy you thought you know he don't know you no more. So get the fuck out. <laughs> no, we don't know what you're talking about. Get out of here. Um, so it wasn't quite like that. <laughs> um. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to it in a while, go, go check it out. Yes. Um, I want to talk about one of the things that, um, and like, uh, I hope that I can pull this off. <laughs> All right, do it. Here we go, folks. This is worth the price of admission. Come on now. Behave. Right. You're out of your bloody mind. So um, I'm being so offensive to British people, I probably know. I'm Irish. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, be offensive to him. Is there a difference? No, hey. Um, it's a joke. I, I didn't say it. Cletus it's a said joke, that. isn't it? Cletus, sit down. <laughs> I told you I gotta play the guitar. Okay, oh, here we boy. go. So, um, 
one of the things that um, distinguishes Scott Holiday as a guitar player, and especially his guitar work in Rival Sons, is his use of something called fuzz. Ooh, okay. I like so it. we're gonna do a little. Guys, basic, clean. Clean guitar mm-hmm. sound, right? Sure. You know? Yes. Um, okay, and you so say that, you know, if you're familiar with that. Sure. I've heard that before. Okay, so, Kevin, can you reach over and pull that first knob? You want please? me to pull the knob? Oh, yeah, nope. <laughs> you might pull the knob for me just one time, please. Okay. Now you've heard that. We call that Lou. That's called distortion. So, all right, now you can push that back, please. Okay. The important thing to keep in mind is fuzz, Uh although similar, is not distortion. This is fuzz. That's fuzz. Um, actually, we can make it more radical just for a second. That is like really fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. But I'm going to do something. What I'm going to try to show you guys, if I can pull it off, um, <laughs> is uh, I've had a couple of drinks. So this, <clears throat> don't judge me. I feel you judging me. Stop judging me. Um, um, I want to show, I want to sort of demonstrate um, Scott Holiday, what Scott Holiday does. To, you can to sort of approximate his sound. Um, so fuzz is a big element to Scott's sound. The other thing is the octave pedal. Oh. Now the octave pedal takes uh, the note that you're playing and can give up an octave, can add an, uh, the, uh, the interval up an octave or even two octaves, and down an octave or down two octaves. This particular thing is called the POG2, can give you all of that simultaneously. Um, and he is blending this, so let's give you what that sounds like. And that's a very cool effect as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What he does is combines the two effects and does something like this. So, kids, you want to kind of get close to Scott's sound, fuzz, and some kind of octave pedal, okay? Gives you that 
give you the Scott Holiday sound. But that is what that I believe that Jay singing and Mike's um, uh, Mike's drum sound and um, the you know the way that it was all put together like that. You had these really major standout things. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all come together at once, and it really made them special. I mean, it really it didn't sound like anybody else. They didn't real. They did not sound like the White Stripes or the Black Keys or or Jet or you know who who else were like playing. There were some bands playing rock right. around that time. Ooh, um, yeah. The Darkness. They didn't sound like Man. any of those bands. <clears throat> and it made them. Uh, it really made them stand out. And I think that to the fact that you know. They weren't um, shy or about who their influences were. I mean, they never tried to say that. Oh, really? Led Zeppelin? Never heard of them? Like Greta Von Fleet did. That, that's where Greta Von Fleet screwed up. They shouldn't. Have, they shouldn't have played. Yeah. They, you know, they should yeah. be like, oh my God, Led Zeppelin. We love them. They were like, we never, never heard of. Them. We like Aerosmith. Um, <laughs> they're not from Pittsburgh. I just did a Pittsburgh accent because I I don't know how to do nothing else. Anyways. <clears throat> but um, they really kind of embraced that. You know, they just, well, this is just what we are. This is what works for us. And I think they sound freaking great. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it's just one of the, just one of the coolest things that has happened in the, you know, in rock in the 21st century. So, you know, we don't get, you know, there's a lot of great records out there, but the ones that like break out and, you know, really do something beca- start to become fewer and far between, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we'll take it where we can. Well, I don't want to say we'll take it where we can get it, but we'll just say, like, we need to celebrate the ones that are really good. And this is fantastic. I'll take so, it where I can yeah, get it. Check it out, guys. I think you should check it out. I'm just saying. Um, so, But it's funny. I'm glad you uh, you showed the uh, the octave pedal because, like, when, when I, the first time I heard this, I tried to get that sound with my guitar and i learned the riff and everything i'm like it's, it's just not right it never dawned on me duh it's it's the octave you know, <clears> when octave we're done i show you how to play um hey hey my my by neil by neil oh oh and yeah that's, that's another one metal. that is another yeah, one. yeah i could exactly. never get that right until i got the pog and i was like uh, oh shit oh, there it is. is i'm like it sounds just like it yeah. that's i'm sorry we were guitar nerding i apologize sorry let's uh okay matt back to your regularly scheduled program progress. already in progress, which is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Um, we are listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, LuLombardiMusic.com. Uh, check us out on the web, so don't forget about that. Um, we have a lot of more show to come. Yeah. Um, so stick around, guys. We are um, uh, moving into the next phase, I do believe. Are we coming to the next phase? Sure. <laughs> Lily's like, what's the next phase? She's, like, she's looking at Kevin going like, comes on oh my face. god! It's like what? <laughs> like okay, I never know what's going oh, on anymore. Lord. I just show up and I thought oh, we were gonna do. Us. Oh man, uh, I got screwed over by my mobile phone. Excuse me? What? Well, what I did was I put the I filled these in. Yeah, look. On with my on my mobile, and it did not. Tra- Let me re- just refresh the screen real quick. Ready? It's not gonna work. Oh, no. I remember. Now it's gone I, completely. I, I... <laughs> it's erased. Nice, nice job. It's all gone. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Howard Stern. Go. Howard Stern's. I suck Howard Stern's penis sometimes. That's weird. You we what? all do. We all do. I don't. Know. I Anybody do. I who does that. any kind of thing with with like talking is like, 
Oh that my. dude was like he was he is ubiquitous with Yeah, that's that big word again. People talking behind a freaking mic. No, no, it didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. work. But anyways, yeah, right. I got to say the word ubiquitous. And I now know, I'm happy. That's about all that. that's all you wanted to do. Is today. that the word of the day? The word of the day is <laughs> Um, I thought we were gonna have uh, a dirty peewee here tonight. <laughs> is that a drink? That does sound like a drink. I'm have a, a bartender, give me a dirty peewee. I'm sure Dirty Pee Wee's going to make his way <laughs> into the Dirty uh, Pee Wee is? Can't wait. It's a sarsaparilla, but the bartender goes into the bathroom and jerks off first before he makes it. Oh, good. <laughs> I Why came up I with here? that on the spur of the moment. That was a pretty Dude. good goddamn joke. Dude, sometimes, sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you, too. And your rug really did tie that room together. Help. So let's talk about our new and uh, notable. Mine nude, is... Nude. We should change nude, it. Nude, nude and, notable. and notable. I'm changing it. That for now, it's going to be called Nude <laughs> and Notable. Oh, so my. we're going to have to... We have to get naked. Come on, well, guys. Um, I will not be getting naked. However, I'm going <laughs> to do a really quick, like, stupid plug. I am... Partially that, naked in the Steel Man movie that you can buy now. Oh, that's so right. It's out, right? It, it is out now. Nice. I just watched it. So <clears throat> I saw myself. It was I'm wonderful. I'm going to get it. <laughs> anyway, my new and notable is the Black Tones. They're based out of She Seattle, was in Steel Man. That was Steel Man. That was Steel Man. There we go. Oh, you know. The Black Tones, based out of Seattle, yes. Washington, the brother and sister duo of singer-guitarist Eva Walker and drummer Cedric Walker, who have learned to do more with less uh, in their stripped-down format. <laughs> I know it sounds like the White Stripes. It's a little more than the White Stripes. They do uh, slip in a bass into their sound every once in a while. <gasps> slip in a bass uh, in right. the old sound, I baby, knew, all I night long. I knew it was coming. The uh-huh. Black Tones t- look a little further back and closer to home for their inspirations. Their, uh, the title of their 2019 album, Cobain and Cornbread, mm, tasty. <laughs> offers a big hit I to the siblings' influences. Mm, mm. <laughs> No, that is not the name of their album. It is. The Rough and... No, it is come not. In. You're lying. I wish I was. You are so full of crap. They're... Will Smith, come in and smack Lily. <laughs> oh, That's what I thought. Will Smith's not here. Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. Walk away. Oh, Lord. Um, they're rough Break and the ready. Wrist. No Walk nonsense. <laughs> Get your goddamn cornbread out of your goddamn mouth. They're no nonsense rock <laughs> delivers on that title's implications. Um, the songs to check out are the are the key of black. Wait, stop, and stop, stop! Wait a minute. Down? Hold on. What now. is this album called? In cornbread and what? Cobain and cornbread. Oh, uh, th- really? It's good. Okay. It is tasty. Go ahead and, finish, go ahead and, re- go ahead and say right. that, though. I, I want to hear what it was. No, I'm done. Yeah, you you fucked up. Else. You done fucked up now. I'm just trying to You're understand up, what's made happening. She ain't gonna say you shit are never going to understand. I'm trying to understand what is happening here. Do you want me to read the I whole thing again? I thought this was a podcast. Oh, I guess Lord. I don't know what's happening. You don't even know what your name is. What's my what name? is your name? <laughs> say my name. Say my name, bitch. I knew that was happening. <laughs> this one time? <sighs> Do you want me to read the whole thing again? Yeah. Because he missed it. Okay. We were a little... Black Tones. Uh-huh. Out of Seattle, Washington. Oh, They're a brother. Okay. Seattle band, like, right, like grunge. I got you. They're okay. a brother and sister duo. Okay, Aww. now it's making more sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, not like the White Stripes because they do add bass into their Excuse sound. Me. By duo, what do you mean? No. Keep going, Lily, please. Not like, oh, they're Lily. not from West Virginia, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> I hate you. This here's my sister and my wife. The title of their 2019 <laughs> album, Cobain and Cornbread. <laughs> Good, good. Offers a big hint as to the siblings' influence and their rough and ready, no nonsense rock delivers on that. Uh, the titles and I gotta hear these guys. Check I out know. their songs, <laughs> "The Key of Black" and "Where Do We Go Now." 
Damn, that they sound. They sound that that sounds really freaking interesting. Yeah, now that you heard it. That's fine. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. No, Lily, I apologize. Mm-hmm. It's for Kevin. What do you got? I got the rival sons. Now your turn. Uh, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Are you going to type in the rival sons? <laughs> Is that what you have? No. What do you have? I don't have anything this week. Because last time you made fun of me for having an eight, ten-year-old band. We did not make fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're like, oh, well, he came late to the program with that one. They've been that. around since 1968. Is not. everybody going to cry? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know what? I beg your pardon. All right. Thank you. I never promised you a rose garden. <laughs> oh, I like Here that song. Go. That's a nice song. I, uh, But seriously, I just do not remember making that big a deal out of it. I, apparently, I hurt your feelings, and I Again, I, He's got sand uh, in his badge. On, Everybody's fine. You know fine. I'm nervous, and I'm my sorry. socks is too loose. <laughs> I lost control. We, the thing is, we were so subdued during the body the of this sub- podcast. The subdudes. It's just been the subdudes. That's a band. There you the go. Subdudes, yeah. Oh, man. I belong to the subdudes. Oh, nice. All right, back on track. Okay, let's go. Your um, turn. Jack the Ripper. The Ripper. <laughs> it is Jack the Ripper. Is it? Yes. No way. Yeah, no, I need to pull this up real quick. Okay. Um, that's what she said. What? No, that's not right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Jack White has a new album that came out maybe February. It is really good. And, um, you need another drink? No. Okay, I do. Grab one then. If you're going in. <laughs> it's co- uh, called Fear of the Dawn. You should uh, definitely um, check it out. You can just listen to it for free on um, YouTube. It is uh, really good. <laughs> is like, that all you have to say about it? I was that? like, damn. <laughs> I was like, damn. The first song blew my mind. <clears throat> I just could. I, I think that, like, <laughs> I I don't. There's some people that like have the potential to really do something really good for rock rock and roll, and I think that this guy is like trying to pull his weight, <laughs> you know. Because this record, if you go you go listen to it, it just came out, so I'm sure that most of you haven't heard it yet. Just go go listen to it. It's. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't really. I'm a fan, so he's I doing something. It. He's taking it yet in another direction, in, in in a really kind of brilliant way. It's heavy. It's hip. It's groovy. It's got like all these like awesome elements. It's edgy. He has that crazy freaking voice that like you know, like the kind of voice you know if they would throw you out of the choir. <laughs> you know, he has that kind of voice. Because you're too good? Is that why? Yeah. But he's amazing, you know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I, I, I think it might be the best thing he may have ever done. Um, so, if, you know, you if you have any, if you like him at all, you're going to freaking love it. And if maybe just kind of on the fence, you should like at least check, a little, you know, you can listen for free <laughs> on YouTube. So, what's the difference? <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. Woo. I just want to do a very, because we did talk about Rival Sons. I demonstrated the um, Ooh, Scott Holiday so, uh, sound. You 
Um, and uh, just just before I just speaking of before I move on, um, <laughs> he's um, his pedal board is insane. Like it's insane, but yeah. to my ears, it makes pretty much that sound. Mm-hmm. And there's some guys on YouTube, I think like Marty and then some of those guys, yeah. like that are like this is the Scott Holiday sound. That's pretty much what they do. Yeah. <clears throat> and but you, you know, you look at a rig, you watch his rig rundown. It's 20 minutes just on his pedal board. <laughs> yeah. You know? And he's got stuff that he's got masking tape and like stuff over, right, so, so you can't, can't see, see what it is exactly. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? Come on. You know, you don't use half Come that on. shit. <laughs> Probably Anyways So um, It's funny It's just funny It's this guitar player bullshit um, So this is the um, So so we talked about Scott And got into so This is some of uh, What Jay can do um, Vocally And lyrically And I think that maybe Yes That's what Here I want um, This is um, Rich and the Poor And I just think This is an example Of some like It's kind of like I don't know. Good, understated kind of songwriting. So here we go. Thank you. <clears throat> you guys, everybody have a drink now? Yes. Yeah, we're good. Okay. We're ready. Y'all ready? Here mm-hmm. we go. Uh, they walked hand in hand to a future unknown. He carried the water and the blankets he brought. So far past the curfew, and they were alone. Her teeth bound by braces, and his teeth were not. The rich and the poor, that's how people get paid. She said, I'm going to show you how babies are made. So into the darkness, the rushes and leaves, they walked to the lakeside, the moon hanging high. She showed him such sweet things he could not believe he would not forget for the rest of his life. The rich and the poor, that's how people get paid. She said, I'm going to show you how babies are made. What's a boy to do when he wants what he can't understand? She's a big girl, and he knows he's in capable hands. She took his hand and showed him what people ignored. She took his hand and showed him what bodies are for. The rich and the poor, that's how people get paid. She said, I'm going to show you how babies are made. That is... Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> beautiful. Touching. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's poetry. I mean, I mean that's frickin'... That's yeah. a poem. Mm-hmm. And wow. this is one of that... And that's one of the things that made me think of Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> when, when I think of him, because it's like that kind of songwriting. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's poetry. You guys have anything anything you want to say about that or not? I, can I, are we ready to to be done with that? I think so. I think it's time for. Uh, I think it's time for. Yes. God's gonna put a cancer in the butthole of every sodomite. Well, yes. thank God. I was worried about that, Kevin. You know, I was going yeah. thinking the other day. I'm like, well, what happens if a sodomite doesn't get cancer? Don't worry. <laughs> well, now I mean, oh, thank you, Reverend Manning, for put Pastor Manning. Cancer. Excuse me. I feel a lot better now. Wow. There you go, then. Damn. I shouldn't do stuff like that because I've been told that people, that um, the children, like, um, not the millennials, but the Gen Zers, were never taught what um, sarcasm is. 
<laughs> so, I've been I've been told that, that yeah. they, they, really yeah that they don't they literally do not understand sarcasm. They should teach that in school. It really should be a class. They should also teach uh, these kids to hold their fucking cameras straight while they're f- filming shit. It drives me crazy when I'm watching a car crash and the videos all over the place. OMG. All right, thank you. Okay, are you are you done? I feel better now. Thanks, guys. This deep breath. This place gives. Are me a we ready to, to finally get on to what people really came here for this evening? Yes. To see what the Beatles did. Exactly. To see what the Beatles did today. <laughs> what did they do? What the Beatles did today. What the Beatles can do for you. It would be really interesting if one time. That's the very first one's the Beatles. If they did not have something that went on today. I know, right? (laughs) They're so busy. They're always doing something. Well, this isn't, um, I'm deviating from the script. Uh Uh-oh. Um... And I did stop talking like Fred Willard for a little while. Yeah, you for did. A second Just there. for a little while. <laughs> That's good. I'm even doing the thing where he does the leans on the one. Right. Arm, so. <laughs> um, but uh, we, I, we, I was, we're ta- I was talking about the how the rival sons work in the studio. Where they just kind of kind of bring an idea and then everybody mm-hmm, kind of jumps mm-hmm. on it. And um, there's a really cool. Um, it's I, I can't remember. It's on, I think it's on the Disney thing. Um, Peter Jackson got together all this footage that had been filmed during the like the Beatles like 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 kind of like mm-hmm. their last recording and writing sessions for like what would become Let It Be, right? Mm-hmm. No, Abbey Road. Excuse me. Oh. For what I think Abbey Road. No, Let it was it Let It Be. You sure? And yeah, because case. it was their last. It was the last okay. album. Yeah. So they were they were putting that together, and um, there's tons. Turns out there's tons of video footage, like. Somebody had the wherewithal to like have the camera crew there, uh-huh. and so Peter Jackson got access to like all of it, and it took him a really long time. And he created this like six hours. It's three different episodes, two hours each, um, that document this, and it, it ends with the whole them being on the rooftop mm-hmm. doing that concert. Exactly, um, and that's exactly how the Beatles worked. You know, they just, they, you can, I have this, I have that. Have that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's put that here. And like, is it really, what are you doing? What chords are those? It was really fascinating to watch. But on this day in 1964, the Beatles performed another two shows. The Beatles did two more shows today. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. All right. Frank Sinatra was at number one on the UK singles chart with Strangers in My Pants. I mean. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, that was, No. That's not it. Uh, no, he That's said no. That's not how that no. works. No. <laughs> how about this one? Wait, I got a better one. Okay. Strangers in the night mm-hmm. exchanging rubbers. No. This one is too tight. Oh <laughs> Please hand me another. <sighs> That's beautiful. Now, see, that works. That works. Could you? Oh, I heard that joke when I was about... <laughs> Ten years old, and you've retained it all. Uh, these and years. and it just boggled my mind wow. that people were <laughs> trying on rubbers. <laughs> no, no this one doesn't fit. I was thought it was like a thing. It was a joke. I was a little no. kid. I thought that's literally how people figured out. You don't the try rub- them on like <laughs> shoes. Hello, welcome to the rubber store, sir. Can I help you? I'm not sure what size I need. I thought. That. Can I try a couple on here? Oh, that's snug. Are the changing rooms over there? (laughs) That's that's not how that works. You have to stop now. Sorry. (laughs) 
This must. He's going to pee his pants. Oh, I can't continue. Wow. Oh, shit, but I did think that. It's okay. <laughs> That's stupid. Well, well, you were a kid. I don't want to say anything. Uh, I Man, I'm kind of embarrassed. The guys that like work with it, like Hal and Joe, yeah. and Mike, they're going to see this. <laughs> yep. What is wrong with you? Sorry. Right. Hey, Lou, uh, do you really think that guys will like, go to stores and try on rubbers? <laughs> I was a kid. I was a little kid. I thought that's how it works. That's not how it works. You take them home and try them. The ones that don't fit, you take back. Oh, my. Come it's on, like Lou. Zales. Please, Zales. <laughs> Three-day money-back guarantee. Why am I here? This one's just a little too big. Money Can I have my money back? Lily, <laughs> you ever had a guy tell you oh, that I want you to buy condoms and they have to have a money back guarantee? I can't recall, <laughs> but Stranger Things have happened. So sure. <laughs> Ooh, wait, 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 what Stranger Things? No, we're not going to talk about all that. <laughs> my. Oh, my goodness. Are the Rolling Stones on this day, 1969, dude, yeah. held a photo Nerds. call in Hyde Park to introduce new guitarist Mick Taylor. Oh, the 20-year-old right. former member of John Mayall's Blues Breakers made his live debut with the Stones the following month at free cons- at this free concert in Hyde Park. Oh, it is on video. You can go watch it. Is it really? You can watch it on YouTube. Oh, I highly YouTube. recommend it. That's it's awesome. freaking fascinating. Um, let's see. Um, Paul McCartney is in the audience. Uh, Robert Plant <laughs> is in the audience. Jeff Beck is in the audience. Wow. It's very That's cool. That's crazy. It's very, very cool. Like, it, and and Mick is a really good blues guitar player. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can tell that like he really just like he almost kind of doesn't fit in some ways because yeah. he's just I don't know. He's like feels like he feels a little bit more like a blues purist. Yeah, but he's a really dynamite guitar player. He's really good. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, this day, nineteen seventy, Grand Funk. Why don't you do some of these? You want me to read? Yeah, yeah, come on, you, you jump in. You have a much nicer voice than yeah, I mean, Grand like, Funk Railroad. Why don't we do it this from white? From why don't we do it this way, sweetie? From now on, Baby we'll, honey. we'll alter. You do one, I'll do one. There you go. Or do you want to do one, Kevin? No, I don't want to. Oh, yes. <laughs> Grand Funk Railroad in 1970, supported by Steel Mill, featuring Bruce Springsteen, appeared at the Ocean Ice Palace in Bricktown, New Jersey. Tickets were five dollars. Five dollars. I would love to go to a five dollar concert. <laughs> Exactly. Wait, that doesn't happen. So, no. speaking of $5 concerts, $5 <clears throat> there is a YouTube channel I have to tell you guys that you have to subscribe to. Okay. It's called River Docs. Oh. Okay. And this guy is a veteran rocker. <laughs> like, he has been to, like, he's seen everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, also been in the position to take a lot of photos. Ooh. And stuff like that. And has a lot of inside stories. Fun. <clears throat> and he, um, so I stumbled upon his channel and listened to his one on Joe Walsh, ZZ Top. Um, and um, it's a, uh, there's some of them, some of them are really eye-opening, some of them are really interesting. But speaking of concerts, he some of them are about concerts. And where he grew up, he lived in, he's from Missouri. Um, oh, he's a southern accent. He's a kind of mm-hmm. soothing voice. Um, the, he attended this concert in, I think he said it was 1975. Check it out. 
It was the Charlie Daniels Band and fucking Rush. (laughs) (laughs) So bizarre. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, the Charlie Daniels Band and Rush. I mean, I'd be there for half of it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, The year before the band, this is a record. This was a record um, uh, label, uh, record uh, uh, radio station. Excuse me, a radio station. K. She was the was was the call letters, Uh and um, they did. They started this kind of concert series in the summer. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's at this giant park across from like the Guga Stadium or whatever. And um, the first year they had it, they had Kiss. Okay. okay. And Kiss brought 40,000 people. Oh, All yeah. right, then. The following, and this guy was at that show, and he had pictures from that. Cool. <clears throat> but he said the following year, mm-hmm. they're the Charlie Daniels Band in Rush. Yeah. 80,000 people. Whoa. Wow. 80,000 well, obvious because of the Charlie Daniels Band. People. No. And <laughs> um, he, said that, um, he said that he went to the, the show... And that um, he he had heard Rush on the radio, but they weren't they hadn't really become like a oh, okay. popular okay. band. Yet. Okay, and they played first. He says he says he figured they played at least an hour, <clears throat> and he said he could tell right away they were monsters. And he said uh-huh. they re- they really won the crowd over. People really loved it, and he had some cool photos of them. That's he was far cool. away, so he couldn't get right he had up like close. A lens or something. Mm-hmm. He was able to zoom a little bit. <clears throat> and um, so he's but they really won the crowd over. He said, and then when Charlie Daniels band came out, like people lost their minds. Of course, <laughs> he said it was crazy. He, you know, it, it was very interesting. But I would highly, I'm not gonna tell the whole story, but um, check it out because people, it really shows how people were different then. Mm-hmm. Like the whole world was a very, it was a slower world. Yep. It was a, you know, slower to anger <laughs> world. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, yes, it was. And I don't remember him saying. If, I don't. I think it was free concert. Oh wow! Wow. <clears throat> yeah, that's nice. Wow. These were those weren't complete. Those weren't unheard of in um, back in the day in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that would have been Very something cool. really neat to see. Um, um, the Beatles Fuck started. The Beatles. T- I know. Nineteen seventy. This day started a two week run at number one in the U.S. Ch- single chart with a long oh, and winding. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Clyde McFadder. <laughs> yo, yo. I don't even like that name. Original lead vocalist with the Drifters. Oh, all right. Died of a heart attack. Oh. Go ahead, Lily. I'm sorry. Wow. Yours. You, you, John Lennon? you jump in there. We're oh. going to alternate. John Lennon, 1975, made his last ever TV appearance when he appeared on Salute to Sir Lou Grade. I don't even know what that is. Performing uh, Slippin' and, Slippin and Sliding and Imagine. The performance was recorded at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel on April 18th, 1975. Yeah, he dropped out and um, kind of just was hanging with his wife. Look at that. As you do. <laughs> and then they then they put out that album, and then he got killed. I'll do the next one. No. You said you didn't want to do any. I know, but oh, this well, is very... All of a sudden, because oh, some nice. Kevin likes, he wants to do oh, it. I want to do fine. F-I-N-E, fine. I want to do that one. That's I Go ahead, do your thing. Do they go in the movie? Probably not. All right. 1975. I used to do it with my comb. You know, back when I had hair. 1975. Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton played the first of two nights at the Winterland Ballroom. Honky. Honky the Clown. I've had enough. 
I swear to God, I'll fucking walk you. out. He's coming to get you, Lily. Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton played the first of two nights at the Winterland Ballroom, San Francisco, California. Recordings from these two shows were used as part of his number one double album, Frampton Comes Alive. He's obsessed. I, that, that is the reason why I have so many Les Pauls in my life, because mm. of that cover. It became the best-selling album of 1976, selling over 6 million copies. That's $75 billion in today's uh, economy. Uh, That's because everybody gets this... Everybody gets this album standard issue when you buy a record player. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. it. I have two copies, actually. <laughs> it sold over <laughs> 6 million, cop- million copies in the U.S., and Frampton Comes Alive was voted Album of the Year in 1976, by Rolling Stone readers. It stayed on the chart for how many? 97 weeks. Peter frickin' Frampton! I've given up. This has just gone off the rails. I can't even handle this anymore. I'm done now. My work is done. Kevin, thank you for that lovely soliloquy. I I love Peter Frampton's I'm not reading that one. No, keep going. <laughs> oh, the next one might not be good either. Um, Whitney Houston went to number one with I Want to Dance with Somebody Who Loves Me. Who doesn't? Tell us something we don't know. You want to talk about this one? Paula Abdul. Mm-hmm. Are you forever my girl? Paula Abdullah. Sure. Uh, 1988 Paula Abdul's debut album Forever Your Girl was released an accomplished cheerleader and choreographer. The album produced four number one hits. Straight up. So what are one of your qualifications for this? Oh, I'm an accomplished cheerleader. Oh, oh, oh well. Oh, oh. Come right in. Here's a contract. <laughs> uh, the four number one hits are straight up, uh, Forever Your Girl, Cold Hearted, and Opposites Attract. The album became one of the most successful debut albums at the time, selling 7 million copies in the United States and setting a record for the most number one singles from a debut album. And she will be at the next Steel City Con in Pittsburgh, so I will be going to meet her. Paula Abdullah. I, I absolutely fell in love with her and this album. It was everywhere. It was this album was ubiquitous. <laughs> you just like that word now. Are we supposed to scream? Ah, I, you, you're getting your money's worth out of that tonight. <laughs> wow! Now, it was it was uh, um, just like you could, you know it was inescapable. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. you, you know I remember being in a band and we were, we played these honky tonks. It was Nadine and the Dusty Rose <laughs> band, and we played these honky tonks. If there was ever these, time to play that, and these hillbillies horn. would get up. Oh boy! Uh, and put that on the jukebox. Really? That's while, great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You you could not get it. it. Was so big, and I knew like the words to all the songs. Oh, I still do. And, oh, and even though I was a rocker and I wanted, you know, and all that, you know, I just um, it was you know, it was she was like adorable, mm-hmm. and and I found out later on that like she was a terrible singer, and it took them a long time to get her her Aww. vocal tracks. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> um, ruin it. You know. Um, but she was, um, it was fun. Janet Jackson's friend. So, oh, there you go. Then they were buddies. Uh huh. You going on this? No, I'm not doing it. Oh, 1988. Well, I'm not, let's get I, Mikey. I did my friend. Let's get Lily. Lily will do it. She'll do anything. That's not hey, true. She likes That's it. not true. She likes Lily. It. She likes it. She likes. Nineteen eighty-eight, the biggest charity rock concert since oh, Live Aid three years room. earlier. We gotta do a thing. Oh God! What? What? Thing. What? What, what? what are you gonna do? do? A promo with us doing the Mikey commercial <laughs> to Lily commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Lily won't like it. She, Lily hates Lily she hates everything. She hates everything. 
<laughs> Lily, she likes it. Hey, oh, Lily. It. We'll be, can you picture it? Yes. yes. I think you, know, you can. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, so we're talking about the anti-pirate. And this was a big thing. I remember when this happened. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest charity rock concert since Live Aid three years earlier took place at London's Wembley Stadium to denounce South African. What is that word? Apartheid. Apartheid. Okay. Sure. Among the performers were we Sting. Were, we were live then. Stevie Wonder, Brian yes. Adams. I was. I George Michael, Whitney Houston, and Dire Straits. I was seven. Half the money raised went towards uh, whatever that is, activities in Britain. The rest Attendance. of Anti-apartheid. The rest Anti-apartheid was donated Anti-apartheid to children's activity. charities in South Africa. This is really nice being able to be the person to, you know, say the correct words. <laughs> it would be great because I didn't know that word. So. Well, I don't know a lot of learn. words either. I know. You think I know words. I know you don't know words. (laughs) I don't know words. That's why I pronounce words for you. (laughs) Hey, Michael, when you edit this, dude, for video, you got to put up a little thing above my head that says, use your words. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. I'll give you you a bonus if you do that. Nice. Um, Yeah, this was a... I remember when this whole thing happened, and um, there was um, an album that sort of like... I think kicked this off, and then I think that's how it happened. And then they then they did this this concert. Yes. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. Actually, don't hate that song though. <laughs> Billy Billy Ray Cyrus started a 17 week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with "Some Gave All." His debut album featured the worldwide breakthrough song "Achy Breaky mm. Heart," which is originally recorded as "Don't Tell My Heart." By the Marcy Brothers on their 91 self-titled album. I did not know it's a cover. See, look at that. I didn't know that. Sometimes it just takes the right singer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it is. So, Alanis Alanis Alanis. Alanis Morissette, 1995, released her studio album Jagged Little Pill, which I was the first of all my friends to have. Uh, The album went on to sell over 30 million copies worldwide and made Morissette the first female Canadian to score a U.S. number one album. Jagged Little Pill featured the massive hits You Oughta Know, Hand in My Pocket, Ironic and you learn. Yes, yeah. you had it because you were degenerate. I, absolutely, <laughs> I was an angsty female teenager. That's why I had it. It was. <laughs> it was. Um, You're still angsty a little. This bit. album was mm-hmm. ubiquitous. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, well, don't you remember? Oh, see, you weren't. I don't think you were alive for this. But do you remember when Lionel Richie? Won all those awards at the American Music Awards, mm-hmm. and every time he got up, he would go outrageous, and he said it over. <laughs> no, I, I know, I, I was, over. I don't think I was around, but I do know <laughs> what you're talking. I think about. there's a YouTube. There's, I'm sure there's How been a Plato homage to on yeah. YouTube yeah, yeah. with like funny ma- ma- nice. mashups and stuff. <clears throat> but um, yeah, like. Okay, sorry. Anyway, so I was just doing that stupid thing. Um, yeah, yes. this. Um, yes. I was. I saw a TikTok video with the woman. She's she, her channel is how celebrities treated normal people and oh, their yeah. entourage while in yeah. public. Yep. So this lady's like, I work at a hotel, and I, you know, in such you know such such city, and I and a lot of famous people come and go. <clears throat> and so she, she said, Alanis Morissette came in. When she was, she was like totally gaga over Alanis. She said Alanis was very gracious to fans and like her people, and very gracious to the staff. I can see that though. And she was like very, very cool. Um, very nice. <clears throat> uh, she said She's that Canadian. So. Um, she oh said yeah, that, you know. Uh, she said that Pat Benatar um, was kind of all business, but when people approached her, she was very, she was very nice. Yeah. yeah, but she wasn't like walking around, sort of inviting, right. you know, interaction. Um, 
and she's talking about somebody else and I can't remember. But um, just thought it was kind of interesting since you mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. Lannis Morissette. Um, I do not understand the yes. hatred for Dave Matthews. I do. I do not like Dave Matthews. Okay, oh, can you explain it to me? I just don't get it. I just find, like Rush, I kind of find the music very boring. Yes. It's not catchy to me. It's not, I just, like, I sat there. I was in the pit once for this show, and I sat there and yawned the whole time. I'm sorry, wow. it's just boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's It's boring. It's nap time. Anyways, they did some kind of Tibetan freedom rock concert. That was nice of them. They stayed in 1998. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, that's why not out. Nothing else to say about it. Um, you want to talk about Titney Tears? <laughs> Thirty that's, that's to, in, two, in 2000. <laughs> right, it is. I'm sure. 37-year-old Susan E. Santo Donato oh, collapsed and died of a heart attack outside New York radio station Star 1057 after a Britney Spears impersonator left the building. Why is that a thing? Um, a crowd had gathered after a DJ claimed Britney Spears was in the studio. It wasn't even the real Britney Spears. No, like, I don't even know why anybody oh. was wrong with this. What is wrong with this website? Oh, I mean, sometimes sometimes they do pull cheesy bullshit like yeah, that. Not yeah. too much, but sometimes no, it's like, what? Important. I don't know why anybody would the Beatles have a heart attack. John Lennon farted today. Oh, whew, thank you for telling me. But it was the real John Lennon. <laughs> At least that. So, you know. The guy oh, thank God for that. I'm going for him. The real John Lennon. Who's the, who's the non-real John Lennon? <laughs> well, it's not an impersonator. It's not a John like, Lennon oh, impersonator oh. that farted. Well, a I have Spears no impression. idea what is happening. That's uh, okay. We're, I apologize we, we got you. from the bottom of my heart. Um, Elton oh. John. A roadie who worked for the Spice Girls Oasis, Elton John of Whitney Houston, was arrested and charged with smuggling millions of pounds worth of ecstasy into the UK. I really don't know again, why that has again, an Elton John like, I don't really think that's... What? Yeah, I, I'm like having an issue. Wait, 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 wait. It was into the maybe it was millions of pounds like monetarily, money, like pounds, like English pounds. Yeah, in the UK, but still, like... I was thinking pounds, you're like, United States, you know, yeah, you got a million pounds of this shit, put it in the back of his semi, you know, think it's Well, that. what I'm saying... I just don't know why it says Elton John for that. <laughs> that yeah, and I don't understand... Wait a minute. He had absolutely nothing to he's do with He's the most it. famous per- person out of all those people, I think. Uh, I guess, okay. Right. Well, he's Whitney, he's huh. the oldest. Well, Whitney Houston. He's no, he's the oldest. He's older than Whitney Houston. I, I know he is, but, you know. Can't go wrong with the Spice Girls. <laughs> You they can't. I agree They're with that. Involved. I have involved. no issue. Rody, with Spice he was already for the Spice Girls. There you go. I'm that just saying. Been for the Spice Girls. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Oh, I hate <laughs> no that shit. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You read the next one. I know you like. The staying. elder statesman of music. Yes. Were awarded in his years Queen's oh. Birthdays oh. honors list for their services to music. Sting was awarded a CBE. Oh, Jerry Marsden and whatever he got some fucking award. He got an award. We need to reread these. And and David Gilmore got some got the award too. (laughs) You know, I'm some of them are boners, but some some of but like we're getting like seems like we're getting like a lot more tonight than usual. Yeah. (laughs) Do we read Michael? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people? God damn it! Oh, there's! I love this guy right here. We're gonna talk Are about him. Are you serious? In, oh, he's awesome. Oh, I believe I can fly. I believe I can turn the sky. Yeah, that's Dude, that's a, an amazing song. No, Let's uh, talk. Oh, anyways, Arctic Monkeys believe. made their live debut. 
on this day in 2003, Michael Jackson was cleared of all charges of child abuse by a journey. By a journey? By, by uh, journey. journey. By journey. By journey. Neil Sean's like, nah, it's okay. Yeah, by journey nice. and sticks <laughs> and Van Halen. And Ario Speedwagon. Ario Speedwagon acquitted Michael Jackson this day. Um, the judge was Frank Zappa, and he said, sure, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and D. Snyder said, okay. On this day in 2008, a Chicago jury acquitted R. Kelly of all 14 charges of child pornography against him. If the glove don't fit, you oh, must I acquit. I don't know if that fits that. Maybe it does fit this circumstance. I don't know. If the glove don't fit, Lordy you must acquit. Well, he's probably not in a store trying on condoms, so there's that. With Dude, the glove that's thing. true, yeah. right? I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to dignify this with the anymore. <laughs> Than that, because it gets. Well, that's not really necessary to just no. get into that. Um, I don't know any of these people. I know. <laughs> oh, you know DJ DJ Fontana, uh-huh. legendary Elvis drummer DJ Fontana oh, dies okay. peacefully in his home at the age of eighty-seven. <laughs> stage twenty-eight. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I look at DJ Fontana. Was he like some hip hop guy? Yo, yo, yo! I'm DJ Fontana. It's not. <clears throat> I bet there is. I bet there's legendary. some there's some poor rapper who doesn't even know who the DJ right. Fontana was the and caused himself DJ off. Fontana. Yeah. 20, 30 years ago. All right, here we go. Birthdays. Birthdays. Oh, goodness. Happy birthday. You got to help me with this. Uriel? Uriel. Okay. Yes. Not your, 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 I thought it was like your, urinal. It's not urinal. urinal. <laughs> okay, it's I'm Uriel. Out. I'm take me home, country road. <laughs> uh, session drummer for Motown Records. Uh-huh. This day in there you 30, go. 34. Yes. Would, would you like to read one, Lily? No. <laughs> Bobby Freeman, African-American soul R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, had in uh, 1958 number five single, Do You Want to Dance? Oh, there you go. Do you want? Oh, you, we dance. know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Mar Marv Tar- Tarplin, American sure. guitar songwriter, best known as a guitarist for the Miracles. Miracles. <clears throat> Born in 1941. These are some tough names tonight. I know. I'm just getting kicked in the fucking head. In the balls. Esther Ofarium is really international singer. Uh-huh. I don't know why I care. I care. Dennis. You don't. Dennis Licorice from Dr. Huck. We're just now we're making it up because we can't. Le Courier. Le Courier. Oh. He's French, no? <laughs> Who had the 70s hits, the cover of the Rolling Stone. Oh. When you're in love with a beautiful Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> when you're in love with a Mormon? When you're in love with a beautiful Mormon. You know it's hard. There you go. I love God. Sylvia's mother, man. I think that's a, well. <laughs> well Sylvia's mother, <laughs> eh? Hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But I love that song. That is a great song. You need to throw some comments. I'm, I'm done with that. Donuts? Oh, you have to comment. She's done. I'm helping you pronounce. Thanks. That, that That's a job in itself. <laughs> Howard Lee. Oh, this guy's cool. Finally, somebody I know. From Hart. Ooh. Was born this day in 1951. Happy birthday, Howard. <clears throat> I... Look, I don't know some of these people. Wow, look at these this. names tonight. I know. Well, anyways, uh, rhythm uh, guitarist Russell Javers from a uh, longtime guitarist in Billy Russell Joel's Javers. band. Ralph. Uh, oh, Robbie uh, Robbie Merrill uh, from uh, yes. American rock band Incubus. Incubus. 
Great mm-hmm. band. David Gray. Oh, man. Look, whatever happened to off. David Gray? He's probably putting out. He's probably like, who the fuck is this asshole? He's <laughs> <laughs> probably got like a big record out. I don't know about. <clears throat> um, White Ladder. That album, man. I got that record. I played that thing over and over and over, man. That was that's such a fucking great record. Um, right, Kevin? What? <laughs> what, Lorraine? What? No, I was talking about that White Ladder album by David Gray. Oh. Are you familiar with that? I, I got introduced I to David Gray through WYEP. Thank you, WYEP. That's why I became a member of their station for a number of years. Because, like, I was here. That's where I, it was. Like before, there was like streaming or anything. Where mm-hmm. you, go, you know, and I, you know, it was. I was like, oh, I never heard of this guy. I never heard of that guy. And I found yeah, a lot of boom, bands boom, and boom. artists I really liked. <clears throat> Soren Rusted. Yeah, I mean, this is funny because this keeps coming up. I know. Like, why? Is that a it thing? came up with somebody. Um, <laughs> I was. Uh, we were at dinner. On Saturday. Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you something, guys. But I think it's too naughty. I don't think I can say it. Naughty. Oh, tell us after <clears> the <throat> podcast. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you later. I, this <laughs> made me think of something. Anyway, but, but anyways, we were reading. We were reading um, trivia to amuse ourselves. We're waiting for our food. We're reading triv- rock tri- music trivia. Oh, but, boy. Uh-huh. And this came up. Uh, Did this, it really? Yeah, this song. Um, uh, Soren Rosted from the Danish uh, Eurodance group Aqua was born this day. Yeah, remember the song? Barbie Girl. Uh-huh. Barbie Girl. Yes. That's right. I did one of those lyrics things to it. Remember? I, I remember. Yeah. Yes, yes, you And did. you did a great job. Yes. Rivers Cuomo from American <laughs> rock band Weezer was born this day in 1970. Weezer. I didn't know he was that old. <clears throat> I loved, um, I freaking loved that video to Buddy Holly. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's a great video. It freaked me out. I'm like, how did with, they get Fonzie <laughs> to come back? And then I realized what days. they had done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. It's well done. Yes, very well done. I don't love Weezer. I like them. I would yeah, go see them it. if it was like free. Yeah, free. But I don't love them. So Weezer, you got tickets. Send them our way. We'll come see you. <laughs> That's the only way we're going. Because even if they ain't paying to see your goddamn band. Right. <laughs> God That's damn it. That's I would go. I would oh, go. I think it. that they're a. Um, uh, I think they're a very cool band. They have a really unique sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but you know, they kind of like. I mean, it was the 90s. You know, Sheryl Crow had the song where she said, these are the days when anything goes. Yeah. Yes, sir. And that was the 90s. Like, it, was, it was like, okay, so you, all right, so we'll get some nerd with Bob, Billy, uh, uh, Buddy Holly glasses and acting, you know, and <laughs> all the shirts buttoned up. Uh, they'll be a big band. Sure, why not? You know, it's like, okay, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll do anything you could, anything could get on the radio. It was a really exciting time in music. It was the last mm-hmm, time mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. Ha- ever had that. Mm-hmm. Like, you just never knew what you were going to hear. Mm-hmm. You wanted to listen to the radio. You were like, well, you know. Mm-hmm. And you were, artists were like doing all. And it was mm-hmm. it was a real wide variety. Even on a, a rock station would right. play Alice in Chains. Yes. Um, Incubus. Right. And Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. Correct, sir. You know, y- you were exposed to like a lot of stuff that you could, you know, it was really cool. It was a really cool time. <clears throat> uh, uh, Jason Brown with yes. e- with uh, English boy band Five. I don't know who that is uh, at I all. Either. <laughs> Happy birthday, anyway, Jason. <laughs> okay, right, I think we're done with this horseshit tonight. <laughs> it was a very odd this day in music. Yeah, yeah, very weird. This day in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> This day in bullshit. This day yeah, actually, in bullshit. That's really what the news outlets should call themselves. This <laughs> day in bullshit. This day in bullshit. Hello, welcome to this day in bullshit. I am. Um, oh, Lordy, I rewatched heavy metal 
Ooh, which is a great with movie. somebody who had never seen to. it before, which oh, is always fun. That. that is and fun. And she freaking loved it. She was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I've never seen this." It's such I, you rock out to all the songs. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yep. Like yep. it's a great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, it's really really fun. If you, yeah, if you what, so, what did you guys do? This oh. weekend, <laughs> we went to Anvil. We went to oh, okay. Anvil. So let's talk about Anvil. <laughs> Holy freak! Okay, so it was a very, very bleak crowd at the craft yeah, house. There was maybe like bad. twenty-five people. Luckily, all oh, dude, no, don't yeah. say no, that. No, legit. Yeah. legit, it was a very bleak clou- uh, Luckily, crowd. Luckily, all twenty-five of my personalities were there. So yes, made so up there's for that. It, but nonetheless, <laughs> um, all the bands were amazing. Uh, mm. Modern Fossils played. Yeah. White Wizard played. Yes. Um, Shit, shit, shit. Can you remember the other Shit, band? shit, shit. They were wonderful. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember the other um, one. Dagnabbit. Midnight Hellion. There you go. Was the other band. Yes. Um, all great. Um, whenever Anvil went on, um, Lips was down in the Oh, he came out area, in the mini of, yeah. Saying. And he's like opening the show down video. there. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin's yelling at them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I talked to Rob. <laughs> talked to Rob Reiner. No, not that Rob Reiner. <laughs> Rob, you hemorrhoid. <laughs> but listen, here's the Did thing, man. Did you say that to him? I didn't say Rob, anything. you hemorrhoid. Right. never say anything like he that. He said hi. <laughs> yeah, hi, Rob. never say anything like well, that. Well, it was so funny. I'm like, Rob, how you doing? And Lips is like, it's a weird crowd, man. You just like, you, you guys just are talk just talking to us. To us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, we're, um, Lily, Sissy, and I are sitting at the bar, and I look over, and uh, uh, Lips is like rocking. He's just walking around. He's just walking around, but he looks so kind of sad. Yeah. Kind of like worn well, down, he said it was sad. Like, he said it was like seven people at the gig. Yeah. That's probably it, what it was. And so, like. I saw him walking by. I'm like, oh, he's going to have to walk oh, he back again. I totally, totally fanboyed him, right? So I went over. I'm literally standing there knowing where he's going to have to walk. And he comes walking by. And again, looking very down, you know, just worn out Defeated. and stuff like that. Then he's 66 years old. He's older than us, Lou. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, Lips. I'm like, dude, I just want to thank you for coming to Pittsburgh, man. This is going to make my decade. His fucking face lit up. Like a Christmas tree. Like a Christmas tree. And he's like, oh, thanks, guys. Thank you, man. He, like, fist bumped to me and stuff. And then, like, just watching Yeah, now him pay play. for my fucking burrito. No, dude. I would have paid for it. I would have paid for he it. Was no, I meant you saying that to, to him. <laughs> he was definitely no, enjoying playing on that stage. Like, you could dude, tell he had fun dude, with the you know, small like, crowd that was there. We always talk about Eddie Van Halen, that impish grin, and just the joy of playing. Yeah. That was Same. Lips. Yeah, I have some great video and photos. Oh, of him. it's fantastic, yeah. man! We had such a blast. It was such a great time. Cool, yeah. man. I just well, wish there were more people there. Yeah. I was very sad about the crowd. Yeah. And then everyone later on, when I posted all the photos, was like, "Oh, I totally forgot it was tonight." Ah! I'm like, that is the dumbest excuse I've yeah. ever heard. Like, Come on. you know what's happening Come at the craft now. house in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, that was a blast. I'm glad I got a chance to go see those guys finally. He's like he even said during the show it's been like thirty years since we've been here to pitch. Yeah. Oh wow, they come once every thirty years. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> one of them. Yeah. And then on Saturday I went to the Living Dead Festival where I met Tony Ooh. Todd, the candy man. The candy man. <laughs> the candy man. I fucking knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> they should have had that. That's the, what that movie was missing. The, the terrible remake. Oh god. <laughs> Oh wow. God, man! And Bill Mosley, I met Bill Mosley. Oh, I like that guy. I've he was met super him before. nice. Yeah, and he's, uh, uh, one of the what? Devil's Rejects. Yep, Devil. yep, yep, yep. Plus, countless other movies. And um, R.M. Haloff, who was Leatherface in the third Ooh. movie. So yeah, it's kind of fun. Very good. Good stuff. Did of he course, sign your chainsaw? He signed something. Oh, <laughs> is that what you kids are calling it today? Your chainsaw. <laughs> sign my chainsaw. You know. 
Oh my god. There you go. There it is. Exactly. <laughs> Residing currently in the where are they now? <laughs> your history on the radio. So we got like nope, so we had one person watching and we lost them. Oh well. So um Jason Christ. Ooh, that's a little scary. <laughs> and he's got a new single out. Uh-huh. So well, Jason, why don't you let us know about that? We'll definitely, we definitely want to hear it, dude. If you want to come on the podcast, let me know. Yeah. Heck yeah. You can sit by me. Uh-uh, I sit by you. <laughs> you can go over there. Again. <laughs> no, dude, seriously, man. Kidding. It's monkeypox. We got a social distance, dude, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah, that's really not even real here, thing, yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I, um... Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. This guy. I'm just going to say, moving forward. Yes. Around the almost two hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> this is why nobody's watching. Yeah. So like, we don't have to worry about this. But I'm just going to say, from moving forward, I'm not. I don't know what I'm going to say that and I, they could be offensive. And I don't mean anything offensive. I'm just telling a story from my point of view. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So Saturday, what happened to me? Well, yeah. what? No, yes. it already sounds bad. It does oh. already sound bad. Happened bad. To what happened to me? Because I don't mean it that way. It, I had an interesting experience. Okay, okay, there you go. There it is. I um, decided we were going to go get something to eat, and so so what? You, you know, we never go to Washington. Let's go to Washington. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know there's some like, you know, brewed breweries and like cool stuff. I'm like, we'll find something cool, and it'll be fun. So. There was a brewery, and the um, you know, it was like had the outdoor, they had the big the shutters open. Okay, sit, you know. <clears throat> so we go in there, and um, there's hardly anybody in there. It's like not like going, nothing going on. They're not playing any music. Right. Oh. They have the TVs on oh, wow. silent. Oh. oh no. And there is, oh, no. um, and there's, but there's a lively group of folks. Yeah. Like in the other room where like the dartboard is and they're okay. playing darts sure and there's like pool table in there and stuff you the know? whole thing yeah but you can see it's a big opening it's not like literally you know there's a door like mm-hmm. you can just you know it's like a like a breezeway or whatever sure. and um so we're sitting there we order our drinks and i'm looking at these people and it's three guys right and there's a girl okay then <clears throat> and you know you're it's a bar it's a beautiful afternoon you're having a drink and you're just sort of people watching mm-hmm. sure you you're As not you like judging or anything, mm-hmm. but I start and you start sizing up the situation. Like, okay, who is she with? Right. right. You know which one. You know what's going. On. And I started noticing that the guys were all s- hugging each other a lot. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And um, I'm going like, and then I noticed that one of them had a T-shirt on that had rainbow. Sure. It's something like about I'm not gay, but I'm something, and I couldn't read the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I went okay. <laughs> I'm like that, you know, and, and as Jerry Seinfeld would say, not that there's anything wrong with that. And there isn't, sure, and those people sure. have a right to have a good time. But I wasn't like offended or anything. I was just like, you were just I saw, observing. I, I was just observing. It was something I was not expecting to see that. Day. Right. Yes. Just, that's all. <laughs> Interesting. And um, so we're sitting there, and Sharon uh-huh. says, "What's this?" And we notice there's these magazines, uh-huh. like at different intervals on the bar. Okay. And so she pulls one over, and she's like thumbing through, and she's like. Lou, what the fuck is this? Oh and she, uh, she, sh- she flips the magazine o- around. Yes. 
and yes. it's some kind of um, yeah. <laughs> like thing about um, it's well. Another, well, let's put it this way. There was a uh, an advertisement in Already it. Already I okay. see what's going on here. <laughs> yes. It says, if the tip... Oh, boy. What does that mean? Peach or what? Drips? <laughs> itches or burns? It's vagina and penis is what that means. Oh, okay. If, you're, if your um, vagina or penis drips or burns, call Central Outreach Wellness Center. Huh. <laughs> huh. It's like, huh. It was exactly my reaction at first. It was like, am I really seeing what hmm. I'm seeing? Well, well, I was seeing that. And, um, yeah. It was Pride Day. Oh, sure. In okay. Washington. Oh, I didn't know they had I one. I did not know that they had no. one either. I'm not exactly. So you're saying that woman was probably available then? <laughs> wasn't with anybody no. there. Um, we And, like, I put the jukebox on. I'd played put music on the jukebox. Did you play George Michael? No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had done it before I saw the magazine. Uh-huh. Go to one of those magazines that has all kind of ads and, oh. like, thing tips about how to be gay and <laughs> what kind of gay things wow. you should do. Yeah, and you know what is hot in the new for the new gay couples sure, this year? Sure. What's going on in the gay scene? What's going there on in the go. gay scene? All right, sure, sure. And um, I gotta really be honest with you. Um, not your bag. It's I, I'm not really <laughs> sure that there is a large enough population of gay folk. Yeah. To warrant an entire that kind of festival. Yeah. <laughs> You in, know what I mean? In, in, in a little wee town like Washington, yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe th- maybe I'm Ooh. living in the gay capital of the world and I don't know it. You don't even and that's know fine. It. I'm not. I'm just. Wow. I, I'll just put it this way. I didn't realize there was that big See? of a gay population, okay. and that's well, fine. Let's put it that way. Let me yeah. re let me restate myself. Go ahead. Okay. And I'm just saying it was just like as a straight person who just doesn't really think one way or another too much about gay. Right. Like, sure. But you, what your thing is is your thing. I was just mm-hmm. kind of like. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh. there it is. Uh, you said, huh. there it is. Huh. Mm, there it is. And there it there is. So, it is. yes. All right, then. But um, it was it was rather odd. <laughs> it was a different experience for you. Yeah. Interesting. Especially rather... that magazine. That's kind of uh, bizarre yeah, for me. That was really weird. I don't know how well it came across on, um, as we were tra- describing it. I didn't, it, it was re- it was like a, some ad, I guess, if you're having some kind of venereal disease right, issue. Right. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it showed the well, peach emoji and the yeah. eggplant emoji. Yeah, sorry, but it was like kind of hard to completely understand. You guys, you could get the idea well, from the picture. The reason... I, are they saying that gay people are that stupid? Like, we have to draw pictures? It's yeah. just, it, no, it's, well, that's, what's go, that's what's now. The, the reason you couldn't quite Everybody follow it is you're a musicologist. Oh. Yes, yeah, so no, they had like a guitar and a drumstick. Not an anacologist. No, no, no. Musicologist. Mm. You're thinking of anaconda. Ana- Anacondas? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. My it's, anaconda it's, don't want gone. none unless you got it's buns, hon. Oh. oh That's exactly where gosh. I was thinking, too. <laughs> you oh, my anaconda don't you want none. That's actual lyrics. I did not do lyrics with Ludini. Oh, I did do lyrics with Ludini. But, I mean, I haven't something? done any, like, a funny... 
Yeah, we one. need to. Yeah, maybe so next maybe week. I should do that one. Yeah, you should do that one there next you week. Go. Maybe Perfect. I should uh, do. I pick those from week to week. What I do not pick from week to week. Yes. Are um just our overall topics. Mm-hmm. Right. So next week we're going to be discussing top ten bands, bands with two, two or more yes. lead vocalists. There you go. Okay. Not two or more singers. There's a lot of bands that have a lot of singers. Right. Like but. two, you know, two or more guys yeah. that like sang like or, a lot of or lot girls of, or gals or we've been inclusive. Um, what's the word I want? Um, non-gender specific. Pacific. Pacific. Non-gender Pacific. I heard somebody really smart the other day talking and about gender up, fluid. And, about gender fluid. <laughs> and they mixed up. They mix. They did. They did the classic. They did the classic. Mixed up Pacific and specific. Nice. And this person was like very like well educated. I was like, sometimes it just happens. They didn't know what they were opposed to. I mean, I because I'm just saying that I say a lot of stupid shit. No. <laughs> yeah, no. You no. I mean, say it on we should rename the podcast. Ludini says stupid shit. <laughs> you might get a bigger audience. I bet you. I bet you. Tune in to see Ludini. Hear Ludini say. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my there you are. There you are. That's oh, that's. We need to do a fucking like, like hee haw kind of thing. Like, <laughs> tune in next week when Lily V Six says, and you have her, you say, yeah, say some you say ball. something stupid. <laughs> Balls deep. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. It's a Sounds line. like a good idea. Not always. <laughs> when you hear Lily V Six say, "Yeah, I throw myself down a flight of stairs once a month, just to make oh. sure." Wow. Wow. I worked with a singer in a band who would say that all the time. She said that on a fucking radio interview. We were like, oh my God. Hey, no. There was literally like no bad words in it. No. If you think about it, there's nothing. But what she was saying was like, oh my God. Wow. Wow. Rochelle, I fucking love you. Wowsy, wow, you were, wow. You were like a character. There's certain people in your life who are fucking character. She was a fucking character. But yeah, so we're going to be talking about um, that. Yeah. that. Two or more. And there's, a, and there's a, a lot of them. And some of them you don't even realize. Right. You go like, right. damn, that's right. There are two singers in mm-hmm. that band. Uh-huh. Uh, or three or four or whatever. Yeah. And, tense, and then this is going to be really fun. Um, before we go on our 4th of July break. <clears throat> Ten songs that taught us that crime doesn't pay mm. on the twenty on the twenty seventh. There you go. Uh, so these are like songs. Check this out. Yes, these are songs where <laughs> rockers like you know like in the character in the song gets in a scuffle with the cops. Right. You know what I mean? And it like goes bad, and it always goes bad, right? It's like uh-huh. I fought the law and the law, and there's a exactly. million songs that that tell. That did have this theme in them. It's, they're all really fun mm-hmm. songs. Exactly. You all right, Lily? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's about it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Wolfscustoms.online. Thank you, Tim Johnson, for chiming in so much tonight. It was really. You were very vocal. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tim's a good dude. I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, and um, rockridgeradio.com. Download the app. Right. Lily V6 right. is a. Uh, uh, not only is she a Ludini rock and roll circus personality, I also have my own show called Hot Licks with Lily Six Thursdays at Ooh. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I play a lot of uh, unsigned bands, some mainstream, and do interviews. So Noise. There it is. And it's free. Bloody well Always noise. free. Ooh, really? Always free. And it's always free. Anyways. I'm not always free, though. No. <laughs> not always, but sometimes. 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 Yeah. You have enough white claw. <laughs> 
You never know what can happen. <laughs> Depends. I know. Yeah. What do uh, old people's... Uh... <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't know where you were going with that. I'm a little what afraid. What do old people's butts smell like? Depends. Uh, so. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so we have some cool shows coming up for you. We have something really awesome for you. The first, uh, the day after 4th of July. 4th of July is on a Monday. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do 4th of July. Right. But the July 5th, we have I have a really special show we're going to do. It's going to be really awesome, and Ooh. I can't wait to... I'm not going to talk about it right now, but yeah. that's going to be coming up for next month. So All right. check it out. So, guys, thanks for hanging out. Uh, LilyV6, RockRageRadio.com. Download the app. Pittsburgh Kevin, thank you, brother. Certainly. It's always, always it, a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> yes, it has been. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for hanging out, and we will catch you all on the next Lou Dini Rock and Roll Circus. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>